Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. to the inspired evolution and it is such a treat to be here today i have with me gotham ketrapa gotham how are you brother oh man with this initial explosion now i'm much better than i was 10 seconds ago. <laughs> morning <laughs> right for those tuning in to gotham for the first time i am surprised that it is your first time tuning in to him there are a couple of ted talks out there that are definitely worth checking out on some really deep topics but i will do him the honors he's the founder of life plugin right in its own right, amazing stuff. And he's an international speaker in the transformational education space. He's spoken on stages such as Mind Valley with me, UNESCO, TEDx, uh, Startup Investor Summit. His recent TEDx talk got over 7 million views. At the very heart of everything he's creating lies the playful, adventurous, and passionate energy that he really brings to the table. He loves teaching. He loves comedy. He loves personal growth. Building tribes is something that he is just He's got a knack for it, if I can just say so myself. His mission is to turn learning and education into something intrinsically motivating, and he's got a lifelong adventure to build a Disneyland of learning and education. I love the way he articulates that. Um, yeah, just this whole idea about basically, I think in a nutshell, I see you as a bit of a guinea pig. I see you bringing things that are, you know, like personal development-y, and there's all this personal growth stuff that continuously comes our way. With Life Plugin, you know, you go in, you implement a lot of these things in his own life. And then he calls this process life designing. Um, his general philosophy is that life is important and we're meant to enjoy the short time that we have here. And he's dedicated to building a tribe of transformational enthusiasts around the world, facilitating powerful experiences and inspiring people to create truly exceptional lives for themselves. Sounds like an inspired evolution. Brother, it is such a treat to have you here. <laughs> Oh man, thank you. Yeah, it's it's weird uh, listening to uh, the bio that has been partly written by you, partly written by by your team, uh, spoken <laughs> in front of you. So thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate hey, it. Some of that was written by me too. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Okay. 
I can't even tell. Was it you? Was it Australia? Was it me? I'm flattered. I uh, yeah. executed it flawlessly by the sense. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it fits in perfectly. No, I really appreciate it. Man. This is very beautiful. Thank no, you. It's amazing. And I think it's healthy to, you know, just have that sometimes, you know, reflected back to you in terms of all the work that we put out into the world. And I especially understand that, you know, I really feel this kinship with, you know, your ethos of service, you know, um, and, you know, we can be um, serving continuously. Um, but there's also that, that, you know, sometimes it's you know, important to receive some energy back and just realize that, you know, our service is being received. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, bro, let's go straight, straight, straight to the heart of it. Um, belonging. <laughs> what a deep, deep, deep conversation to have. I could start and just so for everyone tuning in, this is going to be a totally chop suey episode because Gautam and I know each other. So there will be some past experiences that we've interacted on that will probably bleed into this episode. But um, I'm really inspired to have him on. His recent TED talk about belonging really spoke to me. Um, and he talks about the currency of belonging. Yes. So where do I... Uh, well, I'll start with this, right? So the the... First, I, I sort of grew up in this environment where, you know, I grew up in India, like, you know, middle class family in India, like every decent Indian boy, I studied engineering, mm-hmm. you know, and then, but by growing up, one of the, I think the most powerful thing was I, I grew up in a, a community, it's not extremely affluent uh, family, I don't come, I'm come from a very humble family. Uh, and what that meant was like every single festival, every single opportunity for us to come together and which is when you're in India with a million gods to celebrate <laughs> there's, an, there, there's a festival or, or, or an occasion to get together every single month like a big one yeah right? so I my entire life I grew up uh, you know having 30 family members over my uncles my aunts my cousins and I grew up in that environment we'll come together there's a lot of laughter and connections and I, I grew up in that environment and from a very early age I, I learned as a default state that everybody has that, you take care of your own. These are the values that I, that I grew up with. Like you take care of your own, you support your family and you come together. This is the source of biggest joy, enjoyment. You help each other grow, you take care of them. And these, you know, to this day, like my mom would call me and, and like remind me to wish birthdays to 35 of yeah. the relatives <laughs> that I haven't spoken to in the last 10 years. You know, yeah. the, the value of investing into relationships and taking mm-hmm. care of them, it, it was so strong. And I, I, I believe I, now I reflect on it and I say, oh, okay, I had a happy childhood. And I think this is the environment that I grew up in. And then when I went to my university for the first time, uh, uh, the first time I felt alone in my, in my university, it didn't speak to me that well. I think the idea of education, which is a topic for another time, maybe. Mm. I spoke about it in my, you mentioned in my first TEDx talk. Uh, so I, I went there and I stumbled upon this organization while I was feeling lonely and not really connecting with my peers. I stumbled upon this organization called ISAC. It's the world's largest youth organization that aims to develop youth leadership. And if any of your audience members are, are in their university and if they want a sure short solution to absolutely change their life, that's the organization that they, they should go for and if anyone has their kids in the university that's the organization they should send their kids to it's Amazing. absolutely changed my life and some of the most incredible people even in the personal growth industry have some connections with with that mm-hmm. organization or have been alumni of that organization like Vishen right. Lakhiani himself right so I joined that and that completely changed my life I, it 
it was the first place in my entire life, like literally, that I truly felt that I belonged since I left my home. Right? That's, the, that's the place I felt that, ah, oh, that's my home. And that's the kind of feeling I've been seeking all the time, recreating. And I, I moved along the journey. I, I moved from India to a, a few cities in India to, to the Philippines and then to Malaysia to now I live in Paris and I'm moving to Barcelona next year. And I'm, I'm so great, right? I will talk mm-hmm. about this in a second, why this is such a common story. But as I moved, I also started noticing, and you would have noticed this as well, the more developed a country, the lesser is the human connection in mm-hmm. each country. Totally. Right? And, then, and then mental health issues are on the rise, the physical health issues are on the rise, the divorce rates, suicide rates. What is happening? Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm living in Paris and literally, man, it's, it's crazy. I didn't know this. And I found out while I was preparing for my last TEDx talk, uh, one in five people in Paris are clinically depressed. Mm. That's, that's bizarre. And that's more than any other uh, uh, city or state in the United States, by the way, that 21 point something percent in Paris, right? And this is the crazy part. An average person in a developed country Mm. can go through their entire day or in some unfortunate cases, their entire life, Mm. just meeting strangers. Yeah. And that's the thing that I feel, we're we're not designed for that. We we know Mm -hmm. this already. Like you and I, we've we've, we've talked about this physically in the events that we've met together, right? We are, human beings are social animals. Like our our survival depends on our social bonding and social strength. As as a species, we're not not the strongest, right? We're we're not not even the smartest species. Mm -hmm. The, the, The reason that makes human beings the most successful species on the planet Mm. is to do with our ability to collaborate and live together in community. Mm. This is why now there are, there are studies done on, on, on blue zones around the world, right? There's mm. Sardinia, Okinawa, uh, Flor- Naples, Florida. There's a few other places in the world where people consistently live beyond the age of 100. And I know mm. you know this. So I'm going to brush through this fact. Oh, no, right? it's great. I, the, love, I love hearing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? The, the number one uh, factor correlating with human health and longevity has nothing to do with your food not your jobs, nothing. The number Which one correlating factor is strength of your social connections, right? <laughs> this is how powerful this principle is. And the problem is, in the name of our economic interest, we are going against this principle. Mm. And that's, that's something I started noticing in my own life. That's why I started experimenting with this. I started, in, uh, I, I created a business around this principle. And I, I gave, a, gave a talk about it once. I, I put enough consciousness into it and I realized, ah, this is something more people can get benefit from because this is something that we're missing more and more in the world, right? So we are, what we're doing right now is we are, we are living in a world uh, creating highly individualistic lifestyles for ourselves, mm-hmm. right? We are, we, are, we are moving from, we used to live in villages and tribes and now we moved into, into cities in the name of our freedom. In, the, in, in villages and small communities, we didn't have much freedom and for the first time in our entire life, we are a lot more free, mm. but we are a lot more alone as well. I think Esther Perel mm. talks about it really well, right? So we, this is the first time we are a lot more alone and we are moving to cities in the name of in building highly independent lifestyles. Mm. But the reality is that we are like, our success is not in our independence, which we, we fight for our independence all the time and mm. live the American dream. And yeah. these are the things <laughs> that I grew up getting influenced by. Yeah. But our success is not in our independence, it is in our interdependence. Mm. And, and I'm, I'm grateful because I grew up in, in an environment like in India, then, then I lived in the Philippines and I experienced these things where the, 
financial independent financial independence or success is not crazy this this still a lot in mm. these developing countries but what you see more is the way they come together mm. and you will also notice these developing countries are also funnily enough have more festivals and their festivals mm. are more vibrant because fe- old festivals religions had nailed it man. <laughs> they, they would, they, they, this is what it's it's incre- it's the it's the strongest community in the world there are so many principles and frameworks that we can learn from religion one of them is festivals yeah. right the way they do festivals is and this is what i do with our modern age festivals i run a festival mm. is the same principle you bring a community that believes in the same stories believes in the same values have the same core interests and principles you bring them together mm. for a short period of time and you you reinforce the story and shared myths and religion do the shared myth and the stories of the tribe and you have a lot of fun you create a lot of aha moments sense of awe and inspiration mm. and you create a lot of lasting memories yeah. right when that happens the the community is so much together like even after the festival is over the the sense of connection is much stronger Last. the sense of belonging is much stronger right mm. so this is the this is the principle i look the entire world through like this mm. is for me this is the lens through which i look at everything even business right um, and you have to stop me wherever <laughs> no. in a different tangent because this is free flowing right i love it it think think about uh, like you and i are in the in the knowledge business right uh, mm. teaching business mm. and uh, there's something interesting uh, at the advent of internet say mm. about 1980s before the advent of internet what we had was our information was contained by our uh, by our local media and mm-hmm. we wouldn't have as much control and uh, our information was very very limited and it was controlled by local media and yeah. then the internet came and then boom like we had immediately access to information from all over the world mm. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And suddenly, it it is like uh, we can learn from so many different. uh community so many different parts of the world the world was getting more connected yep by 1990s what started to happen the information was so much more that we were getting overwhelmed and then what did we do we said you know what i don't care i want to have the best information and you and i have done this right i want to i will pay a premium mm. to give me the most curated information possible right yeah. that's the age of uh content curation came into being yeah. content subscriptions tony robbins is a content curator was a content curator mind valley is a great content curation example paid subscription this was the age from 1990s it, it's bleeding out until 2010 i would say mm-hmm. right where 
people were paying a premium for content curation mm. now that is a norm now people don't say uh, people don't pay for content curation it's like podcast uh, the age of content marketing giving enough value in advance if you don't do that you cannot be successful as a mm-hmm. business nobody's paying for content curation mm-hmm. but look what's happening now now people are paying for people curation mm-hmm. right because we we are especially the developed part of the world we we have access to the world right now we are all global citizens but we don't belong yeah. anywhere and there's we, we don't know how to find people who are or like us who can who have the share interest same pain points same goals same goals desires mm. people are not paying for information curation now people are willing to pay a premium for people curation mm. what is afs a $5000 weekend in personal growth right because it's it's and it's incredible i i have attended five and i i plan to attend the next 15 mm. if if they don't change the format so much <laughs> which i don't they, i don't think they will right and i yeah. love those people anywhere around the world i would go if i see a guy wearing a same t-shirt afx i would mm. give them a hug even if i don't know them yeah. that's how powerful this this principle is right this the summit series is another example that are curating these things and i think this is the biggest of business opportunity for the world as this this uh this sense of belonging is getting more and more rare this currency of belonging is mm-hmm. becoming the most valuable currency the way i look at it i think people curation if we don't capitalize on that bandwagon uh, or we don't capitalize on that information i don't think we are giving enough value to people because mm-hmm. we need to go beyond just curating the best information for people we need to bring people with the same values same core belief system and just bring them together mm-hmm. and to me it's also a very meaningful pursuit because i enjoy it a lot mm-hmm. because when these kind of people come together you like you're smiling right now thinking <laughs> if i tell you afs parties i don't need to say anything else it's it's so incredible like mm. mind valley university experiences these are the experiences that you and i have shared together mm. right as part of the same tribe there's so much fun there's there learning is happening as at the backdrop but what is mm. happening even more is peer to peer exchange which is something that we don't talk about right yeah. uh, not just uh, for emotional connection but we also learn and grow more mm. by learning from from our peers not Absolutely. as much from stage to audience right uh, and this is the common principle in when i talk about sense of belonging or when i talk about how uh, to create an education uh, turn your education into a lifelong adventure this is the common principle bringing the right people together bringing the people who have the shared values interests goals desires bring them together everything flows up i so, love that well in a nutshell that's my brain <laughs> 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 I absolutely love that. I um I want to unpack what interdependence means for those that are tuning in perhaps to that word for the first time. Okay. Ah, you see me? Yeah, what is in your opinion what is interdependence? What does interdependence look like for you? Nope. Ah, okay. I think interdependence there are a few ways I can describe it. One is that how would i do it okay so as i'm living in more and more nuclear environment there's this i can i have more financial success i have more like i can i can take care of my body i'm 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 stronger but i'm i'm just living this individualistic lifestyle but the thing that actually creates massive fulfillment in my life are if i have people who i can share this with if i know if i if i know that i'm uh, that there are people who need me who want i feel 
uh, I have a sense of purpose beyond myself, right? So these could be my family members, these could be my friends. And I think this sense of fulfillment comes from connection being there for other people. And not just people who, like as teachers, like, ah, okay, we want to change people's lives, I want to serve other people. Yes, but I want to feel, yeah, that, and that I, you can, uh, we can pin this conversation. I don't think we can help anyone in the world, spiritually speaking, and I will mm-hmm. talk about that later. But I think this, this feeling of uh, being wanted or being, being needed and being there for the other person, like that, that is intrinsically, that's deeply embedded in our DNA. Without that, I think we, this, this, this feels off, right? Mm. And uh, what I, what I, when I look at, uh, as the world is growing into becoming more and more independent as the, the developed country, especially, and I mentioned before, right? I, I grew up, I've moved to a few cities in India, then the Philippines, then then Malaysia, then Paris, and then I'm moving to Barcelona. And this is a common story, at least for your audience, right? It's not crazy. Like we, the world has become safe enough for us to explore our curiosities, totally. right? And think about this. Right now, this is a common story. I, I've just mentioned seven locations to you. I don't know how many places you've been to, probably more than I have, right? And then, but you think about it, 50 years ago, traveling was a poor man's choice. You go back 200 years ago, it was considered dangerous in almost all parts of the world. Mm. And that's how we lived for millions of years up until 200 years ago. Right? This is the first time we're all letting go of our geographical anchors. This is great. But the side effect of that is that my family, my parents, my dad, my mom, they have friends from their childhood. Mm. That's 60. They have friends from their childhood. Yeah. Right? I, I grew up and I thought, ah, I, my, my friends from school, I, these will be my best friends for life. <laughs> and then suddenly I moved to a different city. My university people, ah, these will be my best friends for life. And then suddenly I moved from there to, to, uh, to uh, Philippines. I said, ah, these will be my best friends for life. And then my, my and I didn't even, and the, the idea and the definition of best friends also changed. Right? Mm. Or close friends also changed. It started it's becoming profound. more and more diluted. Yeah. Right? And uh, so, and now I've, I've been in Malaysia and in Malaysia, I had such a deep, uh, such deep connections. And this time I was aware that, ah, this is already happening and I'm losing connections with a lot of people. Mm. And if I want to build a lifestyle where we're living in this new world, and I know for me personally, friendships have saved my life, literally hands down. Like, so I'm a fanboy of this. I was talking <laughs> about it all the time. This is why yeah. I, I, I do the business a certain way that I do, right? Friendship is the core value to me, not tribes, not communities that not. Like mm-hmm. the, the number one KPI for the, the membership model that we're building is our, all our business efforts are going towards every single person in the community. That's the uh, eventual goal. They should have their best friend in the community. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm building. And it, it sounds impossible that because the kind of standards that I have for what a best friend means. Most mm-hmm. people I know right now, they don't know what a best friend is. Like best friend means just one, like the one you take a bullet for. Yeah. Right, and this is getting more and more diluted. So I'm trying to solve this problem for myself, and I'm at a privileged situation where I can create a business around it, so I can solve it for other people and make money around it by doing the things I really enjoy doing. Right. So to me, the the interdependence principle is so uh, very very powerful, and mm-hmm. that means that having people that you want to take care of, you're intrinsically uh, motivated to take mm-hmm. care of. To, to, uh, and not just teach them, but also get, uh, also grow with them because it's not a one-way uh, one street, it's a two-way exchange, right? Yep. And if I have a, have a close group of like five to 10 people and I have them, 
Like I have, I have these people in my head. I know their names, yeah. right? And these are the people. Uh, midterm, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm, I want to build a, I want to live in a place where we can create a community so that our kids can grow together. So it's a five-year project, which is when my kids are coming together, right? Yeah. And <laughs> right, so it's it's like I want my kids to to grow up not in a in an environment where just the parents are making them grow, but it's like a small village. Mm. That is is making them grow, and not just my kids, like uh, Vadim's kids, right? Uh, Ronan's kids. These are my friends, right? Mm. And then we're all growing our kids together. We are teaching each other. Like all all the kids are like we're all their family. We are their uncles and aunts, and mm. that's a meaningful experience to have. And if you want to take it a notch higher, look at what the founder of Summit Series is doing. His name is Elliot Pisner, one of the founders, and they just bought like you know Summit Series, right? Yep. <laughs> So not, uh, I think four years ago, uh, or maybe, no, sorry, six years ago, they bought a mountain. They just bought a whole mountain. And he's uh, building a community of socially conscious beings. And they're just selling out properties to people who are deeply socially conscious, not living in isolation, but living in close proximity of mm-hmm. each other so they can have deeper connections. And the, peop- the kind of people who have properties are Elon Musk, Richard Branson, uh, co-founder of PayPal, uh, Hollywood celebrities and a bunch of people from there, from mostly from their tribe, mm. right? So that that's a great utopian vision, and it's it's one of the things, I, it's one of the directions I want to take my business towards and take my life towards because that makes everything else that I will be doing more fulfilling, mm. more rewarding. So interdependence is like having my close friends, uh, growing myself, my family, my every aspect of my life with a bunch of people that I feel I'm responsible for their growth. And I, I can um, for certain tell them, uh, tell for sure that they are responsible for mine. And, you know, we, we grow together, we play together and that's deeply fulfilling. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is such a grounded, grounded, like, and real life example of what I really foresee interdependence being. And thank you so much for sharing that. A big thing that I want to tune into, um, which is a bit hard for me to articulate, but let me try my best to try and get there is, you know, before the age of the internet, before we had all this interconnectivity via the digital, we were inherently locked into like the immediate environment that we were subject to right so on one hand yes we had these amazing tribal networks and connections that we were already a part of you and i are both from an indian background and i clearly remember going back to my mum and dad's family and they have three layers of a generation of a family living in one house so Mm -hmm. we like here in the west like you live in your mum and dad's house right but in india it'd be you'd live with your in your grandparents house and so all your uncles and aunties would live with you and then all your cousins mm-hmm. would be living with you as well. So you had three generations. Yeah. You had this amazing tribe network in your house. Now, one thing that I, and I totally believe in the strength and the power of that, like for me, connection is my highest value. For you, it's friendship. So this is, I totally get why we bond so hard. But the, okay. the thing is, the one thing that I'm curious about is I know that the internet has also made it easier for people to find their tribe, you know, because it would have been yeah. the case that, you know, when we were isolated in our family networks, that perhaps we were the odd one out, you know, or perhaps there was something interesting. Yeah. Like yourself, myself, classic examples, right? We grew up in an Indian culture. We had the choices of, and I think we both put it this way, is engineer, doctor, lawyer, failure. <laughs> All right. These were our four yeah. options. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and both you and I went for like the easiest hard option, which was engineer. <laughs> yeah. well, the only, I don't know what else, what else is there. In the <laughs> <laughs> well, you can uh, help people connect and <laughs> screw that. 
<laughs> but yeah, so what do you think um, yeah. about like, you know, on one hand, like this digital world is help, like is in some way increasing the amount of disconnection that we experience. But in another hand, yeah. it's also helping us find our tribe. Yes, that is a beautiful point, man. You know what uh, religion used to be? Religion, but like I think in my, this is my opinion, mm. in, in its purest form, religion, religion back then used to be the school for philosophies. What yeah. personal growth industry is right now, that's what religion used to be in the mm. past. It, it served that purpose. It serves the, you know, religion serves all purposes. It gives you a sense of community, sense of belonging, sense of spirituality, sense of health. Mm. You know, like health is a big, so every single thing is embedded in its story. Right now, what we are doing, even with the personal growth industry, we are empowered to create our, in a way, create our own religion. Ah, pick meditation from Zen Buddhism, ah, mm-hmm. pick health benefits from the way, uh, the, the way uh, do the fasting as, as, as people do it in Ramadan or do it once a week, like the Hindus do it, like my mom does it, you know, pick the health benefits from here, pick spirituality from here, pick this from here, pick philosophy from stoicism, all of these things. Now we have that much, we, we are empowered mm-hmm. or we have that power and, but, that this is way too much power as well. Like for, for a human being, it, it could be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Imagine, right? So this is the, this is the thing that we will always be dan- uh, dancing between the two. Mm-hmm. Like th- and this is what I like. What you just mentioned, uh, we were in a family, great community. Every single thing is perfect, right? There's, there's a sense of community, sense of belonging. There, there's, you always know that there will be people taking care of you. But at the same time, maybe you want to you wanna venture out. Maybe you are the old one out. And there's mm-hmm. very little freedom, yeah. right? And then what do we do? We go into the other extreme. I want freedom. I want disconnection. I want to move away from my family. You go, you go all the way to the other end of the spectrum. And they're like, oh, okay. No, but I, but I miss, uh, no, I, I don't know if, if anybody would care if I, if I live or die. Anybody would care if I get hurt or if anybody would, would care how good or bad I'm doing. Is anybody even proud of me of all the things that I've accomplished? You know, on the other side. And there's always a dance between the two. So, and I also mm-hmm. believe as a generation, we, we are always dancing between the two. So between the two extremes. And uh, so when we are at home, it's, it's pulling us in the other direction, right? It's pulling us like, ah, if we are anchored too much at home or like too much in this restrictive environment, I want to mm-hmm. go away from it. I want to go away from it. And then when we go way too much away from it, we're like, oh no, I want a bit of connection. <laughs> and it's, it's, a, it's a pendulum between the two. And I think mm-hmm. any area of my life I look at, and this is why it's also my next tattoo design idea. Uh, it, it, I, I like this, this dance between the two, be, between like this a crazy, like rigidness of the structure mm-hmm. and an absolute freedom. And both, and it's a pendulum. You, you can't stay at one place for way too long, mm-hmm. right? What is needed though, I think is, is more access to more meaningful content that yes, we, I had that power to, to think everything about myself. Yeah. But what do I think? Right. This is where these, these podcasts like Inspired Evolution, there's so many companies who are creating remarkable uh, content without any marketing uh, craziness, right? Like Mindvalley is, is a classic example. It's my home. I love that company. Mm. And they, they put out such meaningful work out in the world where now the people who are, people who have the power, like the, uh, at least most of the world that we know, which mm. is like less than half of the world, which has access to internet in the world, right? Mm. They, they all have the power to take control of their life. But then 
there needs to be some sort of guiding right some people guiding them through okay you are empowered right now you you have the power these are the things you can use and this is how you can use your power to actually influence your life in a positive way mm. right so then what our job becomes is that we need to find those things we need to find what is the most meaningful way to to use this power because this this power is crazy man this is this is basically the power of the brain right now suddenly you uh, you it's an empty slate and then the, we all know that there's uh, crazy companies like philip morris for example they are right now planning through marketing and advertising how to get your grandchildren to smoke cigarettes right now that, that's what they're discussing in the marketing meeting right mm-hmm. and if they get to people first same with coca cola same with other companies uh, there i don't think there's somebody evil there yeah. right but the ro- road it's to their bottom road line to hell is, is agenda yeah paid by good intentions yeah. no pay pay by good intention i love this quote right so what what our job is yes you said finding your tribe has never been easier i agree finding your tribe has never been easier with the mm. access the uh, access to the internet it has also never been most as important as it is right now mm. because we are on the other end of the spectrum especially in the world that you and i live in right now mm. like if we are living in a developed world this is the most important thing that we can focus on and yeah, and th- yep. if you are running a business this is the greatest opportunity right this is the biggest opportunity if you provide a platform that allows meaningful connection between people who share the same interest game over you you're the winner in that industry like hands down because this is the new trend like what what we had with uh, content subscriptions and content uh, content curation 20 years ago now we have with people curation whoever plays this game is is a win win you create that yes people would give you money because you're adding so much value to people's lives mm. yeah quote that's really resonating for me is you know uh, in the past it used to be knowledge is power and now you know over time it's become discernment of knowledge has been become power as it's become more and more challenging to actually discern mm. what is you know actually going to resonate for you um yeah so in and around this you know you talk about how it's really important to bring people together and how there is so much potential in uh, people curation is that basically the philosophy behind deep immersions that you know a, a, like your life plug in summit um there's all this work around deep immersions tell us more about deep immersions and what that means to you okay so basically uh, d- deep immersion is the term that I coined uh, when I was designing this education philosophy that's the that's the TED TEDx talk that you mentioned mm. by the way so i so when i was preparing that uh, side story when i was preparing for that that was my first tedx talk i had no idea like i was like i was doing some work here and there but like my my video with the highest number of views ever on the internet was 4000 and then i i put out this tedx talk and i didn't even want to share it because i you know long story didn't want to share it and then i shared it with vision and vision said dude this is amazing i want to share it on mind valley channel and then what happened was my previous talk ever was like 4000 views and this tedx talk came out and it got 7 million views there is nothing in between <laughs> and and it the message resonated really really well and i'm really grateful for that right and uh this 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 principle of deep emotions was shared in the, in that tedx talk which is basically i believe there's three pillars of education which have never changed but they've always evolved with the tools and technologies and access Mm. different platforms that we have available today first one is the first principle is self education these are your books podcast courses everything that you learn in yeah. your own time right mm-hmm. this this is this is part of your self education yeah. the second part is your tribe i think we we talked a lot about it so far like yep. being surrounded by people who have the same values goals desires aspirations 
pain points, all of that, yeah. right? Where you feel connected to. And the last part is that, so there's self-education, there's your tribes, and the final part is uh, your deep immersions. Now, mm. deep immersions are places, are events, short-term events, where your tribe comes together with who have the same interests. Your tribe comes together for a very short period of time and dive deep into a shared area of interest. Mm. For example, for life plugin would be area of interest would be personal transformation. What what that does is that in that two to three day festival, what you do is it creates a lot of aha moments. Ah, okay, new shift of paradigms, right? A lot of uh, you stir some emotions. So there's like you can, there's a space when you're surrounded by people that are like you. Uh, it creates an environment where you can also go way deeper within and also be more vulnerable. It's much easier. Mm. Right, if you engineer that environment really well, so you stir some emotions, you have a lot of fun, and you create a lot of lasting memories. That happens in like two to three days, right? Uh, and these are your, your, these are all your summits, not just Life Plugin Summit, like all the tribe-oriented events, like Life Plugin Summit, AFS, Mind Valley U, Summit Series, right? And uh, like uh, religion festivals, which I mentioned before, mm-hmm. was the oldest example of that, right? So th- these are what deep immersions do their short-term experiences massive sense of awe inspiration aha moments emotional connection and you reinforce the connection with the tribe mm. but here's what's interesting so i mentioned self-education your tribe and deep immersions right when we come back from let's say you and i attended an event and we attended that event and we had some aha moments ah shit this is something new i want to learn this is something new i want to study this is a new course i want to take mm-hmm. we have these aha moments and when we come back home, we add it back to our self-education. We start taking those courses, start buying those books, start uh, listening to new podcasts, right? Yeah. So your deep immersions lead back into your, uh, your self-education. Your self-education defines what your tribes will be. Your tribes lead you to deep immersion. And that becomes like the wheel of modern education. One feeds into the other and you can start anywhere. Mm-hmm. Start with your self-education or find the tribes that are related to those educational aspects that you're interested in or join physical immersions. If done right, they are mm. super powerful, right? Yeah. So the so this is what deep immersion is, and this philosophy of these three pillars, this is something I wanted to implement into a business format. So what we do in Life Plugin Summit or Life Plugin as an ecosystem is that we are focusing on these three aspects of mm. self education or, or curating the tribe. I think the biggest team we have a uh, we have a team of fifteen people in the in the company right now, including volunteers, part time employees, and stuff, and. The biggest chunk, I think I would say safely, 70% of it is yeah. dedicated towards people curation. We are like handpicking people, reaching out to people one-to-one who we feel could fit in uh, the vibe of the event that we are putting together. Amazing. Right? So, so bringing the right kind of people together and then learning the art of uh, constantly up-leveling our deep immersive experiences. Right? So that's the philosophy I'm, I'm trying to implement in the business life plugin. Cool, man. I love that. And I also love the fact that, you know, you've delivered a TED talk and one of the key things that came out of it was um, the biggest roadblock or biggest, I'm paraphrasing, so I'm butchering some of it. So pardon me for lacking this finesse that you do, um, is that, you know, there's one of the biggest obstacles to my learning is my education, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like... I love that. <laughs> I love that quote. Yeah. But I'd love to. I'd love to. I'd love to unpack that a little bit more. Is it be, like? Does that come from? Tell me the background to that a little bit more. In terms of, is that because of you sharing the same sort of troubles that I have had in terms of being indoctrinated into a whole life as an engineer? You know, going all the way through modern education to becoming an engineer, and then realizing actually, 
my service is more about communication and connection and stuff like that. Is that where that's coming from or is it? Uh, well, uh, this is an Einstein quote, by the way. So it's coming from Einstein. I love that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, no, the, the thing is, I used to think that it's, it's my problem. Or I suffered through it. Mm. I think along this journey, and especially from this talk, and I'm, I, I've, I've been invited to, to share this message around the world. And I realized like, this is not like me or you or just a few Indians or like, a few people growing up in developing countries that, or people in developed countries don't face that. It's just the system that we haven't upgraded mm. since more than 100 years ago. Yep. And it was, <clears throat> sorry. it was designed to, uh, our education system, the standardized education system was designed uh, in the standardized age of, in the age of standardization, in yep. the industrial, industrial age. age. <laughs> and, and we have to look at, look at the, the purpose of education, right? The purpose, in my opinion, of education is to help prepare you uh, for the external world so that you can create a meaningful and successful life for yourself in the external world. In the form of a white collar job. No, no, whatever that might mean for you, yep. right? Uh, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, like literally, uh, you, you study something for four years and then the things don't change as fast that you can, you can use that same information with slight upgradation and learning and growing a little bit more and you can live like a 40-year life just by that information <laughs> on that skill set and, yeah yes and that's the age of age of uh, standardization or you uh, uh, white collar jobs and our parents grew up there right so we talk about how our parents force us to to get an uh, engineering degree or a doctor's degree they every parent wants the best for their kids of course and the best for the kids like according to you have to think what they are thinking in their mind is what they experienced when they were growing up the best way to ensure a successful life is by getting a really successful degree in one of the top three careers that are Indian, Indian parents, mm -hmm. doctor, lawyer, engineer, right? And that's why they, uh, they, they were forcing us so that we can lead a successful life. But this is what we need to understand. And I, I don't even know how I will educate my kids because it's going crazy, right? We yeah. are at the beginning of the exponential curve of how fast yeah. information is changing, <laughs> right? And now, and right now, what we need to realize is that the, the reason why edu uh, my uh, education is interfering in my learning is because I need to learn in the information age. We don't live in the age of standardization. We yeah. live in the age of customization. And everybody can teach themselves. Again, the same point of we have way too much power, that can, but that can be overwhelming, right? If something's are done for you. It's great. Religion was a done for you solution. Maybe hundred years ago, mm -hmm. it, it, it helped everyone in the world, right? Yeah. Now it's becoming more and more uh, dogmatic or outdated, but it still has a lot of mm -hmm. these principles that we can learn from. But it's the same thing here. Like education, there was a system that was a done for you solution. Now we, we have to find our own customized education, mm -hmm. right? This is extremely empowering. If you have a framework and kind of uh, guiding life, or some supportive community to guide you through this mm. and extremely overwhelming and disempowering if you don't know what to do. If like I, I was growing up, my parents said, I was lucky, they said, do whatever you want to. I was like, oh my God, what does that mean now? I didn't figure. And in my society, like everybody was doing doctor, engineer, lawyers because I grew up in India, right? Mm. But my parents said, yeah, do whatever you want to. Whatever you want to do, just go become best at it. That's, mm. the, that, that's the message I remember listening to my entire life, but yep. th this, this was a lot of power, but I didn't know how to use that power. Mm. 
right? So when we live in the age of customization, this is why, again, the principle of interdependence, if I was just independent, I would be like, okay, I can be whatever I want to be. Okay, Gotham, answer, what do you want to be? That's it. That's the end of the conversation with myself. Mm. I don't know, right? I have to discover what other things I can add value to, what other things I'm actually good at, and that all of those things I learn in a, in a social context, in a, in a mm. social network, right? What are the things I'm actually naturally good at? What are the things I'm adding more value to my social community? Again, the aspect of us being social animals. So like, yes, we do have a lot of power, but what we do need right now is how to utilize that power in the most productive way. So there needs to be a lot more consciousness put into this, into this subject because now nobody else is designing my education. I am designing it. Yep. Right. So yeah, yeah. that, that, that's it. <laughs> I love that. I totally agree with that. And the whole, the whole like exponential growth for technology can completely be mapped. And, you know, it's really fascinating exactly what you shared, like what that means for education, you know, and I'm completely in awe of just having this podcast here, like having these interviews, having these conversations every week I get to have, like, this is my school, you know, this is legitimately right. how I look at it, you know, um, rarely do I position myself as an expert. It's, I'm just a perpetual student, you know, so here to learn, here to grow, here to evolve. Um, before I'm conscious of your time and energy, I want to find out, like, are there some takeaways at, for those that are tuning in that can take away? How would you, I wouldn't say hack connection because I don't want connection to be hacked. Yeah. <laughs> I think connection is something yeah. that's really pure and beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I know that it can be as simple as just picking up the phone and like setting a lunch date with someone that you love. But um, what would you recommend in terms of finding a tribe or the deep immersions or, you know, there's a whole chat we can have afterwards that I'm holding on to around service, um, which I'm really excited mm -hmm. to, to chat to you about. Okay. But um, what would you recommend in terms of how do you find like, in, like establishing connection where it may be lacking in someone's life? Yeah. So I wouldn't use the word hack either. I think mm. to me, it, 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 connection, connections are, are sacred, mm. but I would start and this is where I think I got lucky. So I, I, I would, if I would look back, uh, in my own, like what are the unconsciously uh, taken steps from my past, which may be of some value. The first one is literally look around. Anything that you're studying that is empowering you, especially in the personal growth space, that's, that's the easiest one right now. Mm. Is look around, like all the company, there's a bunch. That, that I can be, you and I can, between you and I, <laughs> in the next 30 seconds, we can name a hundred companies. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's, enough people, there's enough people who are trying to add value outside. Look at the one that speaks to you the most. Mm -hmm. And uh, chances are, of if you like 10, chances are two out of those 10, one or, one or two out of those 10 companies are, are creating something something really meaningful in the transformational space, yep. right? So like, I, would, I wouldn't even sell my company first. I would sell the company that actually changed my life first, right? Mm -hmm. Mind value. Yeah, like Mind Valley. Go join one of Mind Valley's events. If you are in India or if you're in the Indian subcontinent or if what I'm speaking speaks with some of your audience members, come join Life Plugin Summit, right? Mm -hmm. or, or join Summit Series if you're in the United States. It's unbelievable, mm -hmm. right? Find events, find ecosystems that you think speak the same vibe as you, mm -hmm. speak the same language as you, and see when is the next physical meeting is happening. And if you are socially a bit awkward and so it feels a bit outside your comfort zone, then it's a must 
for you. Ah, I love that. That was the hack, by the way. (laughs) It's just flipping the switch. It doesn't matter. You can just go go at that event, sit in the corner, just look and observe Mm. everybody else. But just being in that energy will be very, very, very meaningful. That's that's my way. It's not hacking connection. Just finding uh, new friends. And what these events do, especially for the area of your interest, right? The area of your interest will be naturally something that you'll have something to talk about. Absolutely. If not to, to speak about, but something to ask about because you're curious. Right? Yeah. What that does, uh, the events uh, in personal growth or any other area could be join an event on programming or join an pro- event on, on blogging or on music, anything. Mm-hmm. If you join that, that the, the content that the event is, is, is talking about serves as a backdrop for you to have conversation around that. Right, so it just if the if the events are good, they engineer experiences so that these conversations become easier. They engineer ex- experiences so that this social inhibition uh, you you can break through easily. Mm. Right, so uh, good events do it exceptionally well. So you don't have to think about it. Right, so that's where I would start. Right, or join local meetups in your in your own city. There's companies like Internation. There's companies like Couchsurfers, and there's many companies that bring international communities together who just want to hang out, talk about something. Uh, of shared interest and yep. there's many companies like that so join one of those random meetups and start like this 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 is where i would start this is how i stumbled upon it and if i have to look back and recommend this to someone i would say yes find your tribe how do you do it by simple google search awesome awesome that kind of leans into my next question i'm afraid they might bleed into each other completely but how would you what would you recommend in terms of staying like up to date with your own personal education Mm. Well, that's that's very unique to everyone <clears throat> because each person's personal education is very very unique, right? So, yep. uh, like whatever, like for me, tell I, us I what it looks like example. for you. Then, yeah, awesome. Yeah, so I I follow a particular uh, a few podcasts and I follow a, uh, a few uh, like I in every month I would read at least two books. That, and those books refer me to different links, different podcasts, different courses. So that's that's how it expands. Mm. Every I attend four to five different deep immersions in a year. Two of mm. them I create now, and two of them are external. So, mm. like once every quarter, I have that uh, checkpoint where I'm reinforcing connection with my tribe and also getting a lot of aha moments about the new things that I would like to learn about the areas that I'm already interested in. Does that mm. make sense? Yep. So, for example, I'm interested in personal growth. I run two personal growth festivals in a year, but then I also attend an external personal growth festival, which is like the last one that we attended in Croatia. Mm. And then from there, I met incredible new teachers that I had little information about. I got introduced to new uh, new uh, disciplines in personal transformation. I said, ah, okay, those are the things I want to learn. So what I do is these are these are physical events that I like to join. And then I just make notes of the new things that I want to learn and I just add them to my list. I read two to three books in a month and I've, I'm constantly on the go with like audiobooks and podcasts. Then there's a few podcasts and my podcast list keeps on expanding. <laughs> so my book, right? It's just the more I'm in the space uh, with people or uh, the more I'm in the environment of my interests mm. with people with this, who share the same interests, the more my, my reading list, my learning list keeps on expanding. It never changes. Yep. And, and every six months I, I pick a different goal and, and that's a that's a that's a bigger goal, and everything else becomes secondary. And uh, that's the one I focus heavily on. That's just my personal process. Mm-hmm. So for the last four months, uh, and I do it in between my two festivals. 
right? So mm -hmm. I, I commit at the last festival and do uh, commit socially to my tribe. So I use the principle of tribe dynamics for my own learning. Mm -hmm. And then, so last time I, I committed to, to do a total health transformation and uh, get to a ripped body shape. So I, I'm studying a lot about nutrition, like everything about nutrition, biohacking, uh, and then updating all my information about peak performance and how to, uh, you know, how to train better, how to sleep better, all of those things. So I, I focused on that more. So I have more books, more podcasts, more interviews mm -hmm. with people to ask these questions. So one is a primary goal and then it keeps on expanding like this. Awesome, brother. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, uh, I've really been itching to ask you this question now. So the last little bit, is centered on service right and i think more specifically like i think we both understand that you know service is something that is you know it's it's the most beautiful way to walk in life if you really have to do business why not find your service because then you can actually align your spiritual self with your business self and completely be living a life in harmony with you know just that grace that is afforded through that space but the question that i have for you specifically is pertaining to that um, you could have gone into business around education and in some ways, yes, you are in business around personal transformation. Um, but it seems like you're in business more around facilitating connection when it came to choosing what your service looked like. How did you go through that process and what did it look like? And how did you land where you are? There's a bunch of things that I need to address. First is, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, totally. Great. Okay. So the first is that, uh, so when I think of, am I in the business of serving connections? I think, it's not the primary business, but that's the secret sauce of the success of my business. Sure. And I think that's, the, that, and there's a slight distinction because I don't think, and there's a few companies who do that and I feel icky. Right now, the word community and tribe is also getting bastardized in the world. Oh, but yeah. everybody's talking about our communities, our tribes, you know. So I think it's extremely meaningful, but it, you can't sell it because like, especially for- Well, it's not meant to be events, sold, it's innate and it's, yeah. People come for- a personal game, and then they stay for like, oh, how much value I got with these people? These are my guys. These are the ones I want to meet everywhere. Right. Yeah. So, uh, essentially, in the business that I am in, specifically that you ask, people come for the content, and people come for the self transformation, and then they stay for the tribe. Right. right? So, and how did I come up to that? Yeah. Well, you said this. I'm we're in the business of service, right? Uh, can you repeat the, the second aspect of the question? Yeah, so the question was basically you could have chosen to serve in education or in connection and you basically answered it in that, you know, okay. you, you do serve education, but connection is a key takeaway. Yeah, I, yes. I think for any business, and this is a big business opportunity for anyone who's running a business in regardless of anything, Right. And regardless of any, like, specifically, if you're doing any kind of education, it could be personal education, business education, transformation, anything. Right. This is 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 the secret sauce. And the companies that do this, nail this right, right now, will be like the like the big boys of the business industry in the next five years. Because this is the thing that, at least in through the lens through which I I view reality around me, this is the biggest missing element. Oh, and it just makes everything so much more fun. I, I want to do, like, yes, I want to do seminars. Yes, I want to see, I, 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 want, I, I love teaching, right? So I, I want to go and uh, build a business around teaching, but I, I want to spend time with those people. It's just not a stage to audience relationship. I want to get off stage and still spend time with them. I want to be off stage and still be invested in their learning and growth. And I want uh, them to be invested in mine, right? So 
it's just more, it just becomes a more meaningful pursuit. And so this way I've also noticed uh, you, you, you end up creating more leaders and more uh, friends in your community just by accident mm. because you're personally invested in not just, uh, it's not just one, one to many relationship, it's many to many relationship. Everybody's pushing everybody else to grow. And one person who studied an aspect a bit more is just the one, is just the guy who's teaching this on stage, but he can learn from all the other people in the room. Right. So th that's the, that's the principle I, I enjoy. I think it's super, super useful for any business that, that is starting right now to build a real, like a true community and not use the word community just for the sake of it online. Yeah. 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 Really appreciate you helping us unpack what it is that you see for, you know, um, life plugin summit and really what drove the intentions of bringing all that together. I think that's, that's really powerful for people that want to create something in their life that is similar, that is based on education and connection. So for those that want to tune into Gotham more and again and again and again and then again, <laughs> there is obviously there's plenty of YouTube content that you can tune into. Um, there's TED Talks. What is the best place that if I wanted to reach out to you that we could reach out to you? Uh, okay. If you want to reach out to me, so you can go on my website, gothamkidsrapal.com. That's where all the information about me and if you're interested in working specifically with me, for, uh, for experience designing, coaching, or uh, keynote speaking, whatever, or if you just want to read information, all of that is there. Mm. If you want to, if you're interested in the festivals that I create, it's like plugin, L-I-F-E, plugin, like the internet plugin, P-L-U-G-I-N. Mm. So lifeplugin.com, all the information will be there. And same, my Instagram handle is the same as my name. So you can find me there as well. Awesome. I love that. And so for my very last question, and by no means my least question, brother, beyond the name, beyond the summit, beyond the friendships, beyond the connection, it's esoteric in its nature. Who are you? Mm. Okay. So can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Good. Every single thing that happens in my life, every single thing I'm, I'm doing in my life is purely an expression of gratitude to the universe. That's what it is. Thank you for sharing, bro. It has been such a pleasure to have you on here today. And I just want to thank you for your time and energy today, but not just today. Also, you know, all the all the work you've put in on yourself and all the, you know, I know like setting up your own businesses, creating your own, you know, like ventures, stepping up, showing up in the world, sharing yourself so openly has its challenges. I just want to thank you and acknowledge you for all of the work that you've put into yourself and just wishing you all the best for the future too, brother. Uh, thank you so much, man. It's uh, it's such a pleasure to have this conversation with you as well. I've, we've spoken so many times at so many different events that we've met at. I think this was... I heard about your podcast and how amazing work that you've been putting out. So it's it's an honor for me to to have this share this conversation with you as well. So thank you for having me. Big love, bro. Hey tribe, thanks for tuning in to another fun, enlightening episode of the Inspired Evolution. I've been loving all the feedback and personal stories of love, uh, health, and growth. Your feedback and stories are incredibly welcome. The easiest way to connect with me is via my website, which is www.amrit-sandu.com. You can leave me a message or a comment. It's one of my highest values to connect, so I love to connect and love to hear from you. You can also find me on Facebook, Amrit Sandu. And if the content has been resonating with you, you can help the Inspired Evolution out in a big way by liking the YouTube channel, subscribing to the Inspired Evolution, or the Facebook page, like that please, at the Inspired Evolution, or by leaving a review on iTunes if you're on an Apple device. 
And also, if the Inspired Evolution episodes are inspiring an evolution within you, or you can feel the inspiration is valuable for your team to evolve to the next level, you can head on over to www.amret-sandu.com to see how the Inspired Evolution can help you and your team thrive. Much love, tribe. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.